everyone, everybody. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday. Um, this is Alex coming from downtown Austin. Um, and I had something on my mind this morning when I woke up and I was thinking about it and I figured I would share it with you. Um, and it's kind of about the future of the industry. So it's a little bit more pie in the sky, but I think it's something that when you um, think about it, it'll kind of give you, so this is something that'll actually give you some like peace, right? And so, um, with the future of automation in terms of like robotics and AI and um, you know, like Amazon coming in and being a behemoth um, in retail, you know, it, it makes sense to ask yourself, especially if you're trying to do this for a while and make a career out of you know, owning a gym, am I gonna be, is, like, is this industry gonna be here in 10 years or 20 years or 40 years or whatever, right? And um, the good news is I think that it will be. And here's kind of my argument around that. So. I think we're in the right business because we're in a service business. And if like if you if you if you look at the future of like little mini malls and shopping malls and where retail looks like, all retail stores are going to go away. Like they're going to disappear because you're going to have uh, an online source that's going to have more variety, have better pricing because they have economies to scale. Period. Like there's nothing you can do about it. like that's going to happen, right? And so it's going to free up a lot of space, right? And so when everyone's like, man, there's no, there's no space for my jiu-jitsu, there's always space, I promise you, because all these other places are going out of business because of Jeff Bezos, right? But what is the future of those mini-marks? What are they actually going to look like, right? And so it means that the things that people actually need to do in person still are going to be related to two things, really three. Food, services, experiences, right? Those are the things that people actually have to go and take their body to the store to get their experience, right? A movie theater, for example, is an experience. Um, going to a restaurant is food and experience together. Um, or getting their hair cut, or going to the chiropractor, or going to the dentist. Those are things you actually have to take your body into the store to go do, right? Like this if you want other people to see it. Anyways, um, so how do, you, how do you compete and survive and win in that new environment, right? And so the first thing is you have to have high value services because the, if you're trying to do a cheap model, like a cheap gym model, high volume model, those again are going to consolidate. And they have to a great extent. Like a lot of those ones have consolidated. It's a race to the bottom. Who can have the nicest facility and the cheapest prices? And that's not a game that we want to play. We don't want to get into that game, right? Because we are service providers. Okay, so just remember that. Whenever you're like, I'm about to take, I just made all this money using Office Program, we'll go buy more equipment. It does not matter. That equipment is irrelevant to your bottom line because you're not competing on that scale. That's not where you compete. You compete on the service. That's why people come to us, is because they want more service, right? So just remember that, okay? Now, when I talk about high value, I'm talking about actual real high value, but also value in terms of dollars and cents, which means that if you are a high ticket, sorry, if you are a local business and you are selling service, you need to be high ticket, period. You have to be, because it's the only way to survive. Because A, you can't sell widgets because Amazon got you, right, period. Widgets are going away. You can't sell high volume because the guys who have $10 million gyms are, are selling them for 30 bucks a month. You're not gonna win at that game, right? And so like I said, the only thing you got is service and high value service. And so if you're gonna do that, it's the same thing. You can't race at the bottom. You gotta go all the way up top. Now, everyone always knows that like, now we've got the reputation of being the high ticket people, right? Like we're the high ticket experts, whatever, right? That's what you know, Russell called us at his event and like that's, that's our thing. But the reality of high ticket is that the only way to be high ticket is to be the highest value. So yeah, absolutely, we are by far the most expensive if you're new to this group. Any stuff that you get from us is expensive as heck. Like it's by far three, four, 10 times as expensive as anyone else in our space. But it's because we're the best. 
And because what we sell you for 20 grand will make you 200, right? And that's the issue. And so if, you were, if you're like, man, I want to sell high ticket, you got to get into that space of like, how can I provide, like if I want to sell a $3,000 package, how can I provide $30,000 of value? And if you got to think like that, you start thinking different. All right, when you start thinking about making services that are high value, you'll automatically be thinking from a different space than all the people who are in your face trying to do a $99 bootcamp. All right, and that's how you win. Because then when your average lifetime value goes up, you can acquire customers more easily, they stay more easily, um, they're the best customers, they're happy with you because now you have profit to reinvest back into the service to getting the amazing results, amazing experience, just like I said before, service and experience is, why, is where the new economy is going, right, for brick and mortar. So, and, and from a niching standpoint, I'm just gonna touch on this, there are, there are like, if you were a vegan powerlifter, you can find some dude online who's a vegan powerlifter. You know what I mean? Like you're a 42 year old mom who's, you know, uh, Asian and a suburban, like there is a person for that, and that person is a niche that they can expand on because they have ultimate scale on the internet. And there's only gonna be one winner in those categories. You can niche, but there's only one winner, right? Which means if you are brick and mortar, most of the time you're gonna be focusing on general population in your area and then providing an experience that's superior than everyone else is, providing results that are superior than everyone else can, and then by so doing that, getting people that stick for longer, prefer their friends, have an amazing experience, you can outspend everyone to do it, and you can keep it longer because now you have profit that you can reinvest in. All the people who are with us, they dig it because I have a full American, red-blooded tech support team. I got 11 people full-time. We have a five-minute promise. If you have any question, you can't like get your pixel working, you can't figure out anything, we get back to you in less than five minutes. Real quick, guys, if you can think about how you found this podcast, somebody probably tweeted it, told you about it, shared it on Instagram or something like that. The only way this grows is through word of mouth. And so I don't run ads, I don't do sponsorships, I don't sell anything. My only ask is that you continue to pay it forward to whoever showed you or however you found out about this podcast that you do the exact same thing. So if it was a review, if it was a post, if you do that, it would mean the world to me and you'll throw some good karma out there for another entrepreneur. Anybody else have that? Of course not, because no one else has the, has the margin to do it, but it's a need that was there that we satisfied. That's why instead of having 10% of our customers succeed, we have 90% of our customers who succeed is because we had the margin in order to make a service that was superior. So anyways, hope that makes sense to you guys in terms of what the future looks like for brick and mortar, for um, what that new shopping mall is going to look like in the future. The good news is we're in the right business. Um, people will always pay another human being to hold them accountable. Like if there was a robot, I'm, I like literally, it's like even if there was a robot personal trainer who was literally at the gym instructing you, you just don't care if you stay in that robot. You just don't, because it doesn't matter, right? But people are driven by status, and if they feel like their status gets decreased by them not showing up, they'll come. And that's, so all in all, and I don't think we're gonna have like personal training robots coming out anytime soon, so I don't think you worry about that too much. Um, but at the end of the day, relationships are gonna build it, and that's what's gonna bring people in, and that's, when getting, that's what's gonna uh, solidify us in the future. So um, I'm not worried about it, but if you are in this low margin, trying to get high volume game, you're in the wrong game and you will lose eventually. So might as well start playing a different way and um, hop on board. The, uh, the water's warm and uh, we'll help you get there. So anyways, lots of love guys, have a happy hump day and I will talk to you guys soon. Ah.